0: Jane Slater.
2: Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Girls Talk, Boys Talk, the first of this week. I'm Kelsey Charles, joined by my fabulous co-host, Jess Navarro, Aisha Morrison. The one and only Jane Slater is coming back to Texas. Yeah, she, from, does from, some, uh, she needs some sleep. Yeah, she does need some, <laughs> some rest.
3: <laughs> we all need a good rest. I can dish. relate
2: to that. Yep. Um, but uh, Queen stay Queen, She was covering the game out in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboys took the W on that Monday Night Football. I thought it was gonna be a little bit of a lower scoring game based on the first half, but you know what, they uh, got a 23-16 win over the New York Football Giants, and I wanna talk about
3: it. Yes. Oh, we have plenty to talk about. Let's talk about it. We do have plenty
2: to talk about. So, um, I mean, listen guys, like, let's dive in. I wanna get your initial reactions. I'll start with you first, Jess, just, Mm -hmm. you know, Based on how the game was going, expectations going in, I think that a lot of people were calling for this Cowboys win, but a lot of people were saying a lot of things have to go right mm-hmm. yeah. in order for this to happen, and obviously it did. So where's your head out come, head at coming out of that game?
3: You know, I'm really optimistic because what I think um, my initial reaction was was that Cooper Rush is putting this team in a very good position by how he's been playing, mm-hmm. and I, I think when Dak – first went down with the the thumb injury, my biggest concern was, okay, say he doesn't win these next few games, then that's putting us in a, a bit of a rut now to see Dak not fully recovered potentially and then have to rush his return. This now officially gives the Cowboys the padding that they need, I think, to allow Dak to fully recover, and that keyword there is fully, and not let him feel pressured to have to rush back in just because they're you know on a losing streak. That's not the case right now. I think having that padding and having that lead in the division is huge. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that you know Cooper Rush has always been capable of. I I'm gonna say I was one of the oddballs out over training camp when I really was vouching for Cooper Rush over Will Greer, mm-hmm. and it was he a was. very unpopular opinion at the time, but. <laughs> I, I think what he's shown is the chemistry that he has and how far that has taken really the team to all step up and play what is it called? complementary football. Mm-hmm. I, I think everybody stepped up. All three phases up. of the game. All three. I think special teams stepped up. Turbo Turp. Oh my goodness, he was so close to taking it home. We're just <laughs> waiting for it. But he gave the team great field position. You had defense obviously just dominating that game once again. You had offense, a bit of a shaky, uh, a bit of a shaky first first start first quarter first first half I mean second half I was a little worried uh and you know what I think the word of the game is is it's just not quitting mm-hmm. it's resilience it's it's pushing it's bending but not breaking and it's coming out victorious at the beginning and uh you know maybe falling through a little bit but then coming victorious out at the end mm-hmm. too Aisha Aisha I know, girl. I know you have <laughs> things to say. I can see it in girl, your eyes.
4: Yo, I'm pumped. How are you uh, feeling? I'm real pumped because I felt like this was a a reassuring game mm-hmm. in certain ways, you know, because you start looking at like the the language the Cowboys have been speaking on, like in rather, you know, about these young players and how they have faith in them and even the players before, you know, you just talked about just like the faith that the players had in Cooper Rush, you know, when he was coming in as a starter. All these people and within that locker room and in that coaching staff have been echoing echoing to us, like, we're okay. Yeah. We're okay with what we have right now. And so seeing a lot of the things that you like you said, like that they've been saying come to fruition, they said, Okay, we're gonna plug Peters here in that guard. Oof. 46 yarder. Like, I mean, and he looked comfortable there, you know, obviously limited snaps because he's coming off the injury. Right. But then Tyler Smith, y'all, like Dude, I'm not I'm going to I am yeah. I am I think I was one of the people who definitely reacted in a negative way initially. It took me a couple hours when he was drafted. And after I started looking at what he was capable of, it really fit to me what the Cowboys have been saying. We want to get back to dominating yeah. in the run game. And when you look at this offensive line, I understand we feel away. But this offensive line is really starting to gel and come together, and you're getting better play in certain areas that you did not expect. Um, They run block extremely well. I mean, getting out in space. I mean, credit to Kellen Moore for, I think his, I haven't gotten a chance to really, really take a deep dive yet. However, the run schemes, the run blocking schemes, and you can tell he kind of knows what he's working with. I feel like this game was reassuring because you start to see a lot of the stuff that we said last week we wanted to see. We, We see on tape. You saw it. Like, you got to see it. You got to see special teams come out and, what, block block that field goal. We've been talking about Ugh, it all week. We were like, waiting for that. So I feel like this is a reassuring game. C.D. Lamb, we've been saying, hey, when is this guy going to step up and show us he's the number one? We got to see it yesterday. He right. uh, he took over that whole drive pretty much. And then you talk about the run game. T P Ezekiel Elliott. How many times this offseason did you hear they're talking about they're gonna use T P but we're not gonna <laughs> yeah. see it? Yeah. <laughs> we're not really gonna see it. <laughs> well you saw it today, st- you saw it yesterday and you've you seen did. it for the majority of the season so far. Granted, we're three games in, but you can tell that they are really balancing this and they saw weak points in that defensive line and they yeah. went at them. And I I just I don't know. I feel like it does feel good as someone that takes Time to really look at the game in depth, and I'm sure to all of us to start seeing some of the corrections that we've been asking for yeah. to be made. Granted, the penalties make me sick.
3: Don't get me started, please. They I already made me, a promise ma- on Twitter that a, I'm going to make y'all sick with how much I'm talking sick. about these penalties this week. But don't and, get and me started. we'll talk and
4: we'll talk about you Ugh. know how a lot of that played a factor in the game. But right. I just really think for Cowboys fans this should be a game to where maybe you can exhale a little mm, bit and right. say, Cooper Rush really is commanding this offense. He really knows what he's doing. I mean, he's not even, cause it's not just, he's not just going out there and running it. He's checking out of plays. Yep. He's getting them in the right place. He's getting the right looks. He's running he's, it. He's in there. His a, composure yeah, is seriously. beautiful. So I, beautiful. I'm at a point, Noah Brown, Oh, he's finally got the opportunity to show, Hey, yeah. Hey, I've been here guys. Like, look at yep. what I can do too. Right. And I don't know. It's, it's, Try, we'll, t- we'll talk later. But I just think that all the way around, there's so many questions we had about this team going yep. into this game, and you're starting to see some of it start to make sense, mm-hmm. if right. that makes sense, you know.
2: Yeah, and we're going to break down offense and defense in these next couple of segments, but I, I I think there's a couple of things that resonated with me with the, what you guys were talking yes. about. <laughs> where... where it feels good to have confidence in Mm, what you're putting out on this field, despite the fact that it's not perfect. Yes. Right. right. And I've talked about this a lot with Cooper Rush, where I was afraid that he wasn't being set up for success. And again, like a theme of me, me personally this year has been like, I'll eat crow all day long. If that's how you want to play and congrats to Cooper Rush. I mean that so sincerely. Like I mean that sincerely. This man has been a bit of a journeyman, if you will, obviously had two stints with the Cowboys and, to be able to have the success like he's having right now, 3-0, one of the only undefeated quarterbacks in the league. I mean, that's just wild. You know what I'm saying? That's just cool for him to be able to personally have that accolade for himself. But I think also – I really want to like, hit on the point that you mentioned where it's not rushing Dak back. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's really important when you talk about the longevity of a team, where you want them to be able to have the confidence and have the wherewithal to have the pieces that will take them into the postseason. That's been a big key and a big area of contention, dare I say, in an the, in the area this team has struggled mm-hmm. in recent years where you're like, you have all this hype around, we we it's it's our year. It's our year. No one has that commentary this year based off of how we've kicked things off, but I feel like it's an, it's a place where they can build momentum. Yeah. When yes. you have reinforcements that are coming, you're like, All right, like, you know what? We're not just going to survive. We're going to – I don't know if I'm going to call it as far as thriving, but at least they've been able to get moral victories. Yes. And I'm good with that. And they're they're,
3: showing progression. I think that's Mm -hmm. the biggest thing here is you look at week one to, you know, this last game with the Giants, you're seeing improvements. You're seeing progressions. You're seeing things that they've been talking about needed to be worked on getting worked on Mm -hmm. you're seeing zeke get more touches you're seeing just the run game in general becoming established more and more and i mean zeke and tony pollard yesterday Yes. yes can we talk about the dynamic duo can we talk about the dynamic duo of peyton hendershot and jake ferguson because with Dalton Schultz out of this game, I was a little worried. I was a little worried with the tight end group because, you know, he is... shot struggled, I will a say. Like he's a
2: couple he had a, had, couple, he had a couple pennies. He, he, a he p-
3: did, but I will say <laughs> his blocking allowed I was good for with some that. good holes. Yes. And that is key to establishing the Ferguson run game, too. which is why I brought them up because that's something we've been saying is we need to allow the run game to get established. And usually what we see is the run game starting to get a little bit established. And then as soon as those holes aren't being created, then they kind of fall back from going into the run. And so I think what this game showed is, okay, we have holes now. Mm -hmm. And we can even go into that further by saying Jason Peters was – elite when he was in Um, Mike McCarthy saying in his press conference this morning he probably could have had a few more reps in in this game but he's still technically in this ramp up phase Um, what was exciting for me in in the terms of Jason Peters is this was only his first game we saw few reps but the potential that this man has Mm -hmm. to Become a staple in this O line that is still building up, but to become a stronger O line, mm-hmm. Cooper Rush had plenty of time in that pocket. Yeah, and it, it's just no coincidence that the run game really got kicked off as soon as Jason Peters was in. Yeah, so.
4: and Kelsey, you mentioned, and, and you mentioned um, the fact that you know this is a momentum builder. I think it's important that they're putting good tape out there. Just period. Like, I mean, when you look at the fact that, like, the way the defenses have been playing the Cowboys, they're biting on everything. They're jumping everything. They're very, very aggressive because mm-hmm. they say to themselves, You don't got a deep threat. You can't throw the ball down the field. You couldn't even run the ball, like, the first week. Yeah. So we're just going to key on it. They can't do that now. I know. You got to account for Noah Brown. You got to account. You got to start figuring out how you're going to get, like, demand respect. Absolutely. And especially defensively as well. Like, I think it was very important and I think it's going to continue to be important that they put good tape out there because if people are looking at the tape they put out prior to or San Fran or the middle like this is important that they continue to have good, you know, good progression and look better in spots. I do think that the offense like you were saying they they did come out in the second half and there were a couple times where they struggled, I think due to penalties, but Oof, when they man. knew they needed to get going, it it's just it's just crazy to see like Cooper Rush is a gamer y'all and yeah, he's yes. so and he's so calm too like after he was like, yeah, I mean CD's a great player.
3: Yeah. And made you, know what I, what? you know what I really Cooper? loved about I guess the theme of the locker room was every player, almost every player that was interviewed in the locker room after the game was asked about CD mm-hmm. and the drop and then the redemption that came after. They were said, you know, CD mentioned in the locker room that all of the teammates, all of his teammates, went up to him and said, It's okay, man, shake it off. Like you're gonna get it back, you're we're gonna be okay. Trayvon Diggs went up to him and was like, Hey, I you're gonna be good. I miss one, you missed one, you got me, I got you. Like we're gonna be okay, we're gonna we're gonna redeem ourselves. CD talked about how he was kind of stewing in that drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I love about it is, okay, the drop happened. It could it have been costly for the game, sure, because that cost you a touchdown essentially. But he came back and he said Oh yeah, bet. Want to see who your wide receiver one is? <laughs> and he gave us a show. That fourth quarter, C.D. Lamb is your wide receiver one. And anybody that has doubts in what he can do, first of all, go look at the tape. Second of all, left-handed catch. What's it with Beautiful. those one-handed catches against the Giants? Up, it's up just in, the Giants up in, game. Yeah,
2: it, it is what it is. It's like it's a theme.
3: And and I just love the camaraderie within this locker room. It's so visible. They I mean, they, everybody was talking about how they were hyping C.D. up. Yeah. I, I mean, d Well, it just goes on. I, I on. loved watching
2: his position coach on the sideline too. If you guys aren't familiar with Kyle Valero, he's phenomenal. My guy Kyle, love him. So yeah. good at what he does. Obviously some, some of the guys that have come through this building and he's been a big part of their development. And he had a bit of like a, a smile on his face when CD dropped that. And and you know it was more of like a, hey, man, listen. Like we know you got it. Yeah, Like that sucked. and But he still had like the faith in him. He wasn't like, oh, God, like yeah. this guy. You know what I mean? that's, or, yeah, that's And I, and I love that. Important. And I, I think this culture of this team – there's been a lot of adversity and a lot of things, you know, we'll talk about here in a minute when we take to our break, but just, just the concept of them being able to come to the field and mm. put together what they put together. Yeah. That, you know, all three phases of the game. All three. You've got tight ends coming in with the absence of Dalton Schultz. They're not buying into this headline or Twitter conversation around, you know, trying to go and take Dalton Schultz's job. No. Cooper Rush isn't buying into this, I'm gonna go, you know, create a quarterback competition. Like yeah. no one's no one's doing that. This is a full team effort. They all have each other's backs. It is a we've got a job to do and we're gonna have to get scrappy and figure out how to do it despite what we're dealing with. Yeah. And shoot, I mean, they've been successful. So it's exciting to see. Yeah.
3: It's that next man up mentality that they've really taken on and and uh having each other's backs it's a real brotherhood i feel like in the yeah. locker room and that's something that i think is so special with teams and takes them a long way all
2: right guys well, we're gonna break down a little bit more of the x's and o's uh diving into a bit of the defense They're yes. a talking point for this team we're gonna go ahead and break down what they did for us last night here coming up next stay with us
1: at jigsaw dating we obviously want the cowboys to bring that sixth ring home but to be honest we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger
2: welcome back everyone to the second segment of girls talk boys talk presented by jigsaw dating the preferred dating up the dallas cowboys guys let's talk mini camp on game day here really quickly join former nfl players for our first game day mini camp presented by invisalign drop the kids off at ford center on october 2nd from 11 30 to 3 30 while you watch the dallas cowboys and washington commanders Commanders, i'm weak Commanders. That's
3: right. They barely figured out their name. I agree. I'm, no. I'm not, I'm not so sad good. about it. It's all good. From
2: your favorite restaurant in the Star <laughs> District to register your football for camp, visit slash Academy. All right, guys. Shuk-duku. Um, We talk a lot about the defense in our little break over here. I love when we have yeah. our breaks, we don't stop <laughs> talking football. It's kind of funny. We're just like, all right, like, we're really hype on it. It's a great vibe. Yeah. Um, You know, we know, this is not a new storyline for this team. This defense has been expected to really carry this team dare I say in the absence of some of these star players namely Dak Prescott and my goodness they have been delivering mm. between Micah Parsons you know I'll be honest at first that flu game you I, I was thinking I was like are we gonna have a flu game right yeah. yeah and like it wasn't it wasn't so much at first uh he wasn't on the field as much as I think he would have liked and maybe some other people would have liked um we'll dive into that Trayvon Diggs I mean I, the, the pressure's that this team were, was getting, like, I was loving the blitzing. I, I mean, literally, even just watching Demarcus Lawrence have a game, like, all around, it was a really pretty performance by this defense. Aisha, I wanna hear what your thoughts and kind of just your initial reactions to just watching the game.
4: I just think that the depth is showing again. Like, your depth is showing. Your <laughs> depth is showing, Cowboys. Like, I think that the defensive line depth is so Dorrance. rare. That, like, I mean, so many guys are making plays that it's difficult. Like, when you start talking about pressures, those some of those pressures can go to three guys because they're all in the backfield like that. And I just, I really, really was happy to see, you know, Tank Lawrence have a game, you know, because oh, I think that's something that. that is going under the radar is that, like, you know, this is a younger squad right now. And a lot of what Micah does is what, you know, people wanted Tank to be doing. So I like that he just gets in where he fits in. He's mentoring these guys and he takes advantage of his opportunity. Poor Evan Neal, he didn't ask for that. He didn't ask for that. <laughs> he didn't ask for that. Like he's like,
2: he's like, I know I've been drafted, but like, I'm not here for he, that. He, That's not what I wanted. He didn't
4: ask for like vintage tank like all night. I mean, even a tank went down with a foot with the foot situation, yeah. which I was panicking about. Oh, oh yeah. and for sure. Mike McCarthy talked about it was more precautionary just to yeah. get it taped and stuff. Soreness. That was fantastic to hear from because he's coming off of a great game, you know. But you just got to see his impact. You got to see, you know. Tanks impact in this game and I think that it's much deserved from him Um, also too I feel like Trayvon Diggs I said this a couple weeks ago he's locked in y'all he's locked in on another level I remember looking at some of the practices when they were in camp like right before the preseason he's barking at people He's. A, he, I mean, I'm like Trayvon. Those your teammates. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? But it's just that energy. And if you go look at him, he's that that yardage that he was giving up. That little bit of space. He's he's stingy. He's so stingy right now and playing his spot so well. I also think that Donovan Wilson is continuing to play well. Dono with his hand in the ground. Give that to me all day. Yes, I do think that, like, there are instances. I think he stepped up in this J-Ron Curse role pretty well. Granted, you know, there's a lot of plays at the line of scrimmage that a J-Ron Curse wouldn't miss a tackle. He wouldn't miss Mm. that tackle there. He wouldn't make that read there. So there's a couple things that he still has to work out. But for the most part, he makes his presence known early yeah like the safeties make their presence known early and I think that also plays a factor in the run game and how they're able to do things I'm I'm very thrilled with what I see from this defense so far because I ain't even talked about Bohanna and what he's doing in the middle of that defense it's insane
3: speaking of of Bohanna he was questionable right before the game I was stressed and he made an impact to exactly why it was worrisome that he was questionable Mm -hmm. before the game because he had a great game I think he's somebody that's going to fly under the radar a little bit, Taking on double teams.
4: He's right. taking on the double teams. So Tank can get, you know, to the quarterback. So Dorns can get to the quarterback. That's another guy too. Like the Cowboys said, hey, we're developing this guy. He's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine, and everybody's like, "Why is he still on this team?" I don't understand. Like, how is he still here? And the guy has just came out and flashed every game so far, and I think he is a good complement. I think that him and Fowler and the way that they're, Dan Quinn's rotating them, it is difficult for offensive linemen to figure out who is coming where because you also got to understand it's a it's a chess match with defensive lines and offensive lines. Guys are trying to pick up on other guys' tendencies. But when Dan Quinn can be like, ah, here, go out there, Fowler. Rush rush from right here. Yeah. Like, and he can just switch it around this way, it has to be difficult for offensive linemen. I'm I feel bad. I mean, I, no, I don't <laughs> Do you? I don't mean feel bad. I I'm not gonna lie, like Unapologetic. Part of me felt bad for Evan Neal. I really did. Because Tater Tots.
3: I felt no He something. didn't
4: ask for that. I mean, on the other side, so Tyler.
3: First I, round pick, yeah, in,
4: just look just fine. I mean,
3: I want to read
2: you guys a stat, and then I just I need to get your reaction because I, I, like, I feel like we're like chomping at the bit. So, my dear, <laughs> my dear Bestie, uh, the one and only David Hellman. Oh Jesus, uh, you guys might have heard of him before, especially yeah, maybe. On, on these said shows. Yeah, uh, he tweeted this, and he's like, "This is three games. You know, the Cowboys would play this season, obviously, uh, with the D loss sack." <laughs> They've got three pass rushers with three plus sacks in the season already. Is that Man. good?
4: Yeah, it's fantastic. That's crazy. It's a nightmare in a, in an NFL where in a, where offensive linemen are hard to come by. Yeah. yeah, like that's what I was saying even about the Cowboys' offensive line. We yeah, gave them a lot of crap, but this offensive line is better than a lot of people's offensive line right now. Mm. And I think that defensively, what they're going to be able to do with that front seven is going to give them a chance in a lot of games. But it also starts. From the punter, because he's an extension of this defense, and the way that he continues to pin people in in the at their ten or like at their two, I mean, it's it's insane that he's special getting this type of oh matter. yeah, I mean,
3: special br- teams anger matter.
4: anger is coming on with it. You can tell he he has a point to prove too. I'm yeah, so does. glad he was one of the underrated uh, free agency signings this year. Mm-hmm. It was very important, and you can see why they brought him in because you say to yourself like who's going to get past the 50 yeah Who's if he can
3: pin them deep who's going to get
4: past the 50 and that's what we saw last night
3: sure yeah you know what i here's the thing with with the defense it's it's funny because I think we've talked about this before, being a Cowboys fan. It's always been the other way around. It's Tracking. always been like, hey, the offense is so secure. We're we're good. It's the defense. I always it's so make questionable. this
2: story. One time we had this guy that Nellie brought in who literally I, I wish I could remember his name. Please, if you remember his name, please tweet it to me. He came and he owned a smoothie shop. Mm-hmm. And like smoothie he shop. literally was like making smoothies and 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 Rod's like, Hey man, uh you wanna come play, you know, one technique for me really quickly for a couple games or something like that. Like that was the defense that we're used to like per your point yeah
3: (laughs) and and it's just it's so exciting and so rejuvenating to see the defense play like this and mike mccarthy hit the nail on the head this morning during his press conference when he said it feels like they picked up where they left off last yes and that's the best thing you could have asked for for how productive the defense was even last season dan quinn Deserves all the credit. Oh my goodness, Dan Quinn! I hope your pillow is forever cold. (laughs) I hope you get what you want in life, like Dan Quinn. You just deserve all of the best things. But you know, to your point earlier about D Law, I think this was a statement game for D Law because lately there's been a lot of chatter that is he washed up? Is he done? And typically we hear this kind of stuff. You know, when players get older, it's just kind of a, a cycle, a very toxic cycle that you see on Twitter and. D-Law came in and said, washed up, Uh uh-uh. I don't think so. Says who? Yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna be I'm be driving through everybody. And oh man, and Poor s- Daniel Jones. Can I just say Tater Tots. I'm so sorry. I'm not sorry because <laughs> he had he had Daniel Jones looking like what do you call him? Little Eli <laughs> like he said in in the uh yeah. in the locker room. Yeah. He really he came out with a statement. I mean, having 3 sacks, 6 tackles. What more could you have wanted from from law who really just continues to be such a humble leader in that locker room mm-hmm. as well. So I was so happy to see him have a game. Donovan Wilson, okay, had a fantastic game. However— So fun. Y'all know, I'm going I'm to be dwelling on these uh, penalties until they stop, okay? I'm sorry, but I was so upset with him and his unsportsmanlike penalty because, for one, we all saw with our eyes how that game was being officiated. We all saw it. Tracking. We knew how the refs were calling things. Was it fair Probably not. And and I I think Mm -hmm. when you can, as a player, when you can see that the refs are calling things or not calling things, I should say, that necessarily could help or hurt you, I I just don't understand why you put yourself in a position for any kind of penalty that's so silly, so, so, so silly. I mean, that was such a rookie mistake for someone who's not a rookie. I mean, just be smarter than that because... That's a that's a big penalty that can really hurt you in the long run, and I I was a little upset with him about that. Given I don't think we're ever gonna see him do something like that again, so I want to end that on a positive note of saying that I'm sure DQ was in his oh yeah well that's I mean that's and a... <laughs> it's just to me it was such a oh it was such a. so so unnecessary of him so of all the penalties that upset me it was that one because donovan wilson has been climbing up and up and up these last three weeks i have been on the donovan wilson train you all know this since week one and for him to do that i was so frustrated but with that sense too the NFL officiating during this game was so hot or so cold. I mean, it was a hit or miss, really. There it, There was videos on Twitter all day on the, you know, what should have been pi on on uh, Noah Brown, right? So we could even go into into the uh, penalties in that sense and what was called, where they actually fair, what was not called, what was actually fair with that, too. But um, I, I think on the defensive side of things, that was something I did want to mention. Um also, also, Trayvon Diggs. I, I was like, I was like, are we going to talk, um, oh. talk about Diggs? Because yeah. I want to talk about Diggs. Let's go. A, a lot of people, and, and Kelsey, I just thought about you this whole game, because <laughs> a lot of people are so quick to be like, oh, he gives up so much. and yep. No, here's the thing. When he gets those plays that's what happens and uh, I, I back to what I had said earlier he was talking about how after he missed that possible interception you saw it it was right there it was just a matter of seconds uh, of him grabbing that ball a little quicker he was mad yeah. he was ready for his redemption <laughs> and to close out the game like that I couldn't be happier for him honestly it
2: reminds me of the of the saying like scared money don't make money mm-hmm.
1: yeah you yeah know?
3: you know it's like it's like you gotta
2: like sometimes spend money to make it and I mean, like it's kind of the same thing with him like you're gonna be guarding the top receivers on the opposing team. And sometimes if you're gonna play aggressive, you're gonna lose some, you're gonna give up some yardage. But then there's other times where you're gonna be a ball hawk and do exactly what you did and close the game out with conviction. And I just think it's kind of one of those things that you have to look at your pros and cons list and be like, okay, I'm gonna wait that and understand that he is who he is as a player, and maybe I'll find other ways to balance him out with other guys that I'm putting on my team as complementary components, versus trying to put him in a cage and be like, "Hey, man, like you can only stay within these lines," yeah. and just and stifle him. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't want to do that to Trayvon Diggs.
4: No, I mean, I don't think that's. I honestly don't think that's a problem anymore either. I mean, with the safety help that he's getting from Lee Cooker, that we haven't really talked about much, but I think that. Uh, Malik Hooker is a smart player, and I think that gives Trayvon some free reign, a little bit more free reign back there, knowing that his safety's got his back. But then also, I don't think that's the case this year, though. I I, I didn't think that was the case a lot of last year anyway when you started talking about them tacking on extra yardage mm-hmm. to him and stuff like that. But um, I just think he's played incredible this first couple of games. And as you were saying, like, scared money don't make no money. He's not going to get – I mean, Daniel – Jones kept going to him yesterday, but a, a more seasoned quarterback may not even throw his way anymore. So he is going to have to take advantage of his opportunities. I think I asked for a Trayvon Diggs pick this week also, anyway. Um, but I, um, but yeah, I mean, I think I, I think from what we saw from Trayvon Diggs, it, we're gonna continue to see him grow and I think people just forget like this is just his third year, y'all. Yeah, this is only his third like his real like third year. his first season he was out for a, a lot of the season, so give this guy that plays one of the hardest positions to play in the NFL. Oh, break! This guy knows what he's doing. I it's really to playing say, wide receiver
2: backwards. Yeah. for him it is. And it is, can,
4: and that's why I mean that's why you'll see him often. He'll run the route with the receiver. Sometimes he runs the route better yeah. than the receiver.
3: Doesn't Sometimes, he go to the receiver meetings? There's wide some, receiver meetings. It isn't think so. that, or he goes to some some offensive meetings. But I mean, the, might as well because he's basically playing wide receiver but, uh, for for Daniel Jones. At least he was. <laughs> and Daniel Jones cannot digs it. In case you were wondering. So, Aisha, to your point, you were rubbing a little crystal ball because you called this last week i just want to say so can you just keep doing that uh, for the rest of the season and Uh you know what i just want to say by the numbers the cowboys actually put this out saying that trayvon Diggs sealed the cowboys win with an interception on the giants final drive of the night the 15th of his career digg's 15th interception is actually tied for the second most interceptions through the first 31 games of a career in nfl history He's in the history books. Things you'd love to see.
2: Yeah. All right, guys. We're going to go ahead and take our second break here. Just a reminder, we are presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating of the Dallas Cowboys. Up next, we're going to talk about the offense. A couple people have been discussing that uh, component of the game. We're going to dive into that more next. Stay with us.
1: At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger.
0: What I'm talking about is trash, and it's the only thing that belongs in your garbage can. Now, recycling might not be as thrilling as converting a fourth and long, but next time you're thinking about throwing that Pepsi Zero Sugar bottle away, just cap it back up and pretend you're down by six with the recycling bin wide open. (sighs) Know the difference, make a difference. Be a team player and recycle. Visit pepsitrashtalk.com to learn more.
5: If you've been thinking about weight loss surgery, My Bariatric Solutions has made it easier for you to schedule your initial consultation from the safety, comfort, and convenience of your own home. You'll meet one-on-one with a bariatric surgeon over a private and secure video call. You'll learn everything you need to know about the options available and which procedure is best for you. If you've been considering weight loss surgery and are ready to take the first step, call My Bariatric Solutions today at 844 326 6266. That's 844-326-6266. Or go to MyBariatricSolutions.com. With Smoothie
3: King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar, you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste
4: and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day.
2: for the final segment of Girls Talk, Boys wow. Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating <laughs> app of the Dallas Cowboys. Sorry. As I mentioned, you guys see that we do talk about the we game. We talk about so many things. All right, but uh, I do want to talk about with you guys, Fan of the Year. Are you guys a Cowboys fan that spices up the game if not y'all, we want to know who nominate yourself or a friend to be the Cowboys fan of the year presented by Captain Morgan mm-hmm. and win a trip to Super Bowl Fifty Seven in Arizona. Wow, I want to go. Nominate yourself or a friend at DallasCowboys.com slash fan of the year. Cass, and if you want to go,
3: I can nominate you. I was you just really about want. to say, I was
2: like,
4: this is a petition for you guys to nominate me.
3: <laughs>
2: me I still haven't gone to the Super Bowl, which is kind of bonkers. that's crazy. I
4: mean, Rihanna's performance. Though. I, mean, I was about I to was bring up the Taylor Swift thing. Yeah. I'm a little salty. Is that I, I don't want to talk you? about it. I mean, it's hurting me. I'm you, hurt. Listen,
3: when you lose I love Rihanna too. though. I will say, I I, I love Rihanna, (laughs) however, I'm a Swifty, so my feelings are a little hurt, but Um, it's all right. We're moving on from it all right guys
2: so i want to dive into the offense here because obviously cooper rush is the talk of the town uh it is rush hour here
3: Ooh, at i love that
2: dallas cowboys facility it is not original i stole that from the internet so please do not give me credit Ooh, but um, we whoever, perpetuate it forever
3: whoever made it up um that.
2: i did read this fancy little stat earlier again uh shouts out to the dallas cowboys pr team the best for always being the greatest but With this win, Cooper Rush moved to a 3 0 as a starting quarterback and became the third quarterback in franchise history to win three starts of his career, joining Roger Staubach. Yes, I am reading that correctly. And Mm -hmm. uh, Jason Garrett. I also have one other fun story that I wanted to show you guys because, you know, stats are fun and you can, you know, mold them into whatever you want. So NFL research uh, retweeted something and, and it says Cooper Rush is the first undrafted quarterback to win each of his first three NFL starts and to throw for 750 plus yards over those starts since Kurt Warner in 1999 with wow. the Rams. And uh, fun fact, Kurt Warner went on to win the NFL MVP and Super Bowl MVP that season, so what gives? If you wanna just like have an overreaction, like let me just
3: give you <laughs> something. Let me just Please. feed the fire, my guys. <laughs> Please don't. Um,
2: so obviously Cooper Rush is a big talking point. We're really excited about what he's been able to put, do and put together for this team. I will say we finally got um, some visions of Tolbert. I obviously want to talk about CeeDee Lamb. I want to talk about these tight ends and what they were able to do mm. in absence of Dalton Schultz. Michael Gallup, obviously, as well, was not in the game. But, Shocking. again, like, yeah, it's it's like they've been able to put it together in this offensive line. I want to talk about seeing just, like, what they've been able to do. Tyler Smith has just really impressed me. I yeah. think that was one of my biggest questions going into the year You know, obviously bringing in the veteran, you saw the impact pretty immediately. (laughs) So I kind of want to start there. Like, let's just, I think we can talk about Cooper Rush all day, but I want to go to the unsung heroes, if y'all don't mind first, and talk about what you've been seeing with this O-line. Because, you know, for Cooper Rush to be great, he needs time. Mm -hmm. And for this running game, to be great they need to be able to run behind a productive line and when you saw peter's go in for that first snap what was that run like yeah. Yeah, i think it was a 46 yarder unbelievable
4: i mean yeah. and, and you got a you got a fantastic you know seal of the edge by Tyler Smith there as well to get that to ha- to he's open special up man like absolutely but like even Jason Peters uh his his awareness and he's there's even times he'll help out his I mean he was playing guard yesterday I was gonna say he was, <laughs> I was, just there, looking, he was playing guard but yeah but yeah. on on film like even last year when he was with Chicago there were instances where he would help out that guard at, at tackle. He was just chip the guy a little bit more just to give him a little bit more space. This is a very smart player, and I do like how the Cowboys are kind of playing it right now because the loss of McGovern is kind of huge with them looking like they want to keep Tyler Smith at tackle. So they're just kind of – they're doing patchwork right now, and it's working. It's it's working. But then also, too, Matt Farniak coming – I think he came in and played it some snaps yesterday. He's improving. Like, Granted, uh, the Giants were missing Dexter Lawrence – yesterday and I think that helped out the Cowboys a lot because he is a terror in the middle of an offensive line but at the same time I also feel like Tyler Biotish isn't getting a lot of play he's not getting a lot of talk but Mm. it's important for your center who also calls your plays like that calls out plays communicates across the line big absolutely protections all that and then you have a I mean we can't like this offensive line what they're having to do cohesively because you also have another quarterback under center right now. And that cadence changes. His grunts change. Yeah. The timing change. And like, so I, I think... Even the way he receives the snap, change, like all of it changes. Absolutely. Yeah. He may want it, I mean, he may want the ball delivered lower than what Dak was or higher yeah. than what Dak wants. It's it's a lot he of wants. factors that I think, and credit to these young guys for going and getting the work done, right? Yeah. Credit to, credit for Tyler Smith for getting with Duke Manyweather this season. Credit for Tyler Biotis for doing the same. Credit to Tyler Steele for doing the same because we were sitting up here, I mean, y'all can say, maybe I'm Seeing something, but Tyler still, Terrence still does look like a better right tackle than Leo Collins right now, yeah. and it's not. And that's why I said it's 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 reassuring in a way. Like you see Tyler Beattys, we said to ourselves, okay, we want this guy. What do we want to see from him in, in year two, year three, or whatever. And you can see he's just sitting in his butt a little better. He's not getting blown off the ball completely every play. And then Zach Martin's in there, all reliable. And nope. there's instances, there's instances where even Terrence still is helping out Zach Martin. Like these guys, and that's because that's what it's about this is a unit and yeah. I think that collectively this unit really understands rum blocking and I just I think that's nothing something that you can't sniff out like they definitely have a very above average above average uh rum blocking um offensive line right now but the scheme has been better as well oh i want you, to talk about running game too transition. though transition because we only one. have
2: a few more minutes and yeah. like i feel like we have so much to talk about and i know that you're hot on this run game Oof. this has been a topic of conversation yeah. for you i feel like all season long thus far and listen mm-hmm. this two-headed backfield they delivered
3: you know what they did and and uh, i just want to say it's always a very it's very interesting how the Cowboys end up winning a game when, you know, you have over, what, 100 yards rushing total? <laughs> like, what? Wow, what a concept, right? I mean, Tony Pollard looked great, averaging 8.1 love yards. That. It was like carry. 11. It was 11, like, late oh, in the beautiful. third. And I was like,
2: this man, I love him. I it love you. It was beautiful. <laughs>
3: and then Zeke, 4.9. Look, here's the thing. I am just, what I don't want to hear is the conversation of, oh, Zeke is washed up. Oh, Tony Pollard. They're different. You they're different. can have them both, guys. Quit making everything a competition. I'm so sick of it. You want to talk about things I'm sick of? That's, that's one. <laughs> if they're both being productive, leave them alone. Keep Zeke's name out of your mouth. I'm so tired of it. We should make like a bo-
2: like a burn oh book or something gosh. where we're like narratives we hate. Please and like put it in the burn book. That's one of them. Burn book Fridays.
4: Not a burn book. You know what? Right. And Not you a know, that's a good idea. But it, I feel I like something that. like that.
3: Oh well, yeah. Girls talk, boys talk. <laughs> burn book. Uh, you know, I what I also wanted to say is. Um, the run game, beautiful. You know I love to see it. However, I want to give credit to the wide receiver group for really stepping up. Yeah, this let's week. let's dive in on that. Yeah. I, I think the first week we were all worried, especially right before the Bucks game when we were saying, Oh my goodness, we have all these rookies, what's going on? They're young guys, Michael Gallup's out, James Washington, what are we gonna do? The sky was falling. Everyone can breathe a little bit because these guys are stepping up and they're stepping into their own. I do want to see.
2: ask you guys a question, though, because obviously, not getting Gallup back, there's a little bit of unease. And then, you know, you, you, I'll be honest, I was not thrilled with CD's performance for the majority of that game. And like you mentioned, yeah. the fourth quarter play did make up for some of it. But I really do feel like as a wide receiver, one, you need to be consistent. And some of those drops, let's face it, were bad. It's fair. And I, and I, and like, I was very concerned and I was like, dang, like, this you ha- you can't be doing that when you have that role, but I also do want to give him a little bit of grace because listen, like you are dealing with a new quarterback, you yeah. can tell that he has chemistry with Noah Brown mm-hmm. because that's the yeah. guy that he plays with regularly. Yep. C.D. Lamb, you kind of just have to create that chemistry as it is yes. because that is your job. Learning as, learn being as great. they go, obviously. right? So like, I'll give him grace on that, but like, I don't know, like, what was your assessment in in his play? Like, were you concerned or do you feel okay with the balance of the play especially considering the amazing one-handed catch yeah
4: i don't so with Ceedee lamb i just don't freak i just don't freak out about him because i feel like there's so like you were just saying there's so many factors that play into you know some of his drops i i would argue that that tip ball slash dropped i don't think he think he thought it was gonna get there so i think he just said whatever but that the where we the one where he dropped you know, obviously the touchdown pass that's all him yeah, that's about him. Like, that's that's definitely a concentration drop, whatever. But I will say, to that point, I don't think he had touched the ball um, until, like, well, he hadn't touched the ball since the beginning of the first quarter. And I was early in the first quarter. It was actually on that first drive. They did, did, like, a quick out to him and told him to go get some yards. And he didn't touch the ball again until he got past that ball on that second, on that in the second uh, quarter, later in the second quarter. And I personally was just like, oh, he must be cold. <laughs> Not 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 free, not free. Not not like my hands are cold, yeah. but that's something that happens to players. Is like when they have not, when you are not looking their way, which you see a lot. And that's it's you know Noah Brown is Noah Brown. Like you know there's guys rolling the coverage with Ceedee Lamb. So of course like you see that Cooper Cooper Rush is looking Noah Brown's side a little bit, but like. C.D. can't get comfortable. He has to keep he has to be ready at all times and I just think he was I just think he was cold. And, and he wasn't concentration. I'm just <laughs> not and I'm not saying physically cold. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. like he's not he hasn't been involved right. in what y'all are doing for a, over a a quarter and a half. Right. So, so I I was like, okay, so I do think, um I do think he will improve and I think that we're gonna continue to see him improve. I also see Kellen Moore doing things to get him open. Yeah. Mm. To scheme him open. And that's something we've been askley, honestly asking.
3: Because they had him bracketed yeah.
2: too. Tracking. I wanted
3: to say Kellen Moore. I'm gonna give credit to where credit where credit's due. Kellen Moore, I think, had his best play calling of the season yes. so far and it wasn't perfect, but it worked. And so something a little bug I wanna put in y'all's ear now is Okay. I love fun. So. Uh, Said no one ever. Our, our fly is <laughs> not in here today. But um, something I right. want to say now, before Dak returns, because we still don't really know when that timetable is. Right. I don't uh, – this energy that we all have about Noah Brown needs to stay that way because I'm going to be interested to see how much more Dak is going to utilize Noah Brown, or is Seedy his go-to guy? Kind of the chemistry we're seeing with, um, you know, Cooper Rush right now and Noah Brown, is that going to be Dak and Seedy? So if, if Noah Brown's productivity drops, and I say that so lightly when Dak returns, I don't want people sleeping on him and forgetting what he's done these last three weeks because he deserves all of the credit for all of the hard work he's put in.
2: Sleep when you're dead, is what she just said.
3: Facts. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> On
2: that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. So great. We grim. do appreciate <laughs> it. I know. I'm wearing, like, my Beetlejuice outfit today. I <laughs> love felt it. felt right. Beetlejuice,
3: Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yeah, I
2: just felt like I had to go there. Um, all right, guys. Well, obviously, we have plenty more to talk about yep, because that flew by. Our fearless leader, Jane's leader, will be back in the saddle tomorrow. We will see you guys same time, same place. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of Girls Talk, Boys Talk. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Enjoy your victory season. This has
0: been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
5: How about Cowboys? Yeah!